Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the Lens of Faith podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that we all either deal with or have dealt with, and that is fear and how to replace fear with peace. You know, I don't have to remind you that we are living in some crazy days and some crazy times, right? If it's not the virus, then there's division in our country, you know, right, left, you know, the government, you know, there's so many reasons for us to be afraid, right? And then if we add in our own personal situations, it can really feel overwhelming all the things that we're bombarded with. There's a reason, friends, that fear not is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. Once a day for every day of the year, God is telling us to fear not. You see, God knows fear is a problem for us, and this is why He tells us to fear not. He doesn't condemn us for our fear, but he wants us to be free of it. And he adds a promise to be there with us to help us. God commands us to fear not because he wants us to trust him and to grow in our faith. Because really, fear is the absence of trust. God is oh so trustworthy. And when you really trust somebody, you have confidence and peace that replaces fear. So if there's anyone worthy of our trust and anyone with a perfect track record, then it's God. You know, he tells us he will never leave us or forsake us, that his plans for us are good to prosper us and to bring us hope in a future. King David, the man after God's own heart, he reminds us to not fear and to trust God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters, and He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For God is with me, and His rod and His staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me, O Lord, in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all of the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. What can man do to me? Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance, they will stumble and fall. I will praise the Lord always. I looked for the Lord and he answered me, and he delivered me from all of my fears. And those that look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. The Lord hears us and he saves us out of our troubles, and he delivers us. So taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. For those that seek the Lord lack no good thing. So friends, those were only a few of the 365 times that God tells us to not fear. You see, David had that confidence that the Lord was good, that the Lord would fight his battles, that the Lord was his refuge. And we need to have that same confidence that God is the God of his word, that there is no greater power than him and that he's more than able. And even though he created this whole universe, he's all powerful. There's no one greater than him, more powerful than him. But he still loves us so much that he is in every detail of our lives to comfort us, to be our provider, our protector, and everything else that we need. 
You know, the Bible tells us, Lord, look how beautiful the lilies are and the flowers. If you can dress these and take care of the sparrows and feed them, then how much more will he take care of us? For we are royalty. We are a child of the king. God's not here to give us the scraps from the table like peasants. He wants us to sit right next to him in the throne room. We can listen and read about these truths all day long, but if we are not convinced for ourselves and we don't believe it every day, then we're allowing fear to steal our peace and our joy. Let me tell you, friends, fear is a liar. Fear tells us that we're not good enough, that we're not strong enough, you know, that we're not worthy, we're not loved, we're not beautiful, that we'll never be enough, that we'll forever be alone, that we won't be forgiven that we should be ashamed. Fear will tell us that God's not enough, that he won't protect us or provide for us. But friends, those are all lies because fear is a liar. And the reason that fear is a liar is because the enemy is a liar. The devil is known as the father of lies. And he tries to stop us in our steps, make us feel defeated, to take over our mind, to rob us of our peace, of our rest, of our joy. So we must repent of fear and break it off. Check out my previous episode, Captivate Your Thoughts. Because I'm telling you, friends, if the enemy can control your mind, then he can control your life. Because the enemy will plant so many lies and fearful thoughts in our mind. So if we don't believe and stand firm on God's truth, we will be easily deceived. God tells us that he has given us the authority to overcome the power of the enemy. We must know our authority in Christ and guard ourselves from his schemes. And living in fear and anxiety is one of the enemy's tactics to make us feel defeated. You see, the only authority and power that the enemy has is the power that we give him. I actually had to tackle fear myself just this week. I got some bad news that was out of my control, and I allowed fear to creep in. But I captivated my thoughts, I brought it to God, and I began to remind myself of the truth. I grabbed my Bible, and the Holy Spirit took me to Genesis. He was telling me, I want to show you something. I want to take you back to the beginning of all time. I was like, okay, I haven't read Genesis in several years, you know. It's one of those things when you grow up in the church, you're like, oh, Genesis, I know it by heart. I don't really have to go back and visit it, right? But the Holy Spirit wanted to take me back to the very beginning. So as I was reading the story of Adam and Eve and how God had favor on them and they were without sin, you know, they would walk around naked. They didn't know what shame was. You know, everything was perfect. And I started to read about, you know, how the serpent deceived Eve and, you know, then Eve convinced her husband to eat of the fruit that God had forbidden and how they disobeyed God and how God punished them and and all the sin that we face started with Adam and Eve. And as I was reading, the Holy Spirit stopped me and he started to tell me they would have never eaten of that forbidden fruit if they did not have fear. Everything they did started with fear. All of mankind was changed in that very moment because of fear. You see, fear was the root reason that they disobeyed God. They were afraid that God was holding back on them. They were afraid that they were missing out. They were deceived by the serpent who is the father of lies. 
And so because of fear, they disobeyed God. Really, fear was the foundation for all of man's sins today. It started with fear. If they really trusted God, if they really believed that they were living God's best and God wasn't holding out on them, then they would have rebuked that snake and said, Get away from me, serpent. You're a liar. And they never would have touched that tree. Talking with Satan is never a good idea. But that's exactly what Eve did. They would have been content and happy with all the favor that God already had on them. But because they feared their future and feared not having enough, we are where we are today because of that decision. So if you don't think that fear can change you or change your situation or your life or other people's lives, then think again. Because if you don't captivate your mind and reject fear and guard yourself with truth, then you'll make emotional decisions that are driven by fear. Full of deception, full of lies, and full of anxiety. God always tries to prevent us from sinning. He always warns us. He'll either send someone, he'll speak to you, He always tries to warn us before we fall. Sin is what we choose when we're not satisfied with God. Friends, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Instead, He has given us life and life to the fullest. I love this acronym. Fear means false evidence appearing real. Many times, fear is something that the enemy will plant in our minds of something that might happen and there's no real evidence of it. Nothing has even happened yet, but it will keep us bound. It will keep us stuck. It will keep us from moving forward, causing stress, causing anxiety, causing all these different emotions that could have very well easily been prevented. Unless we have a strong faith in God, anytime a storm comes into our lives, the first thing that happens is that we lose our peace and we begin to feel fear. And then our enemy, Satan, He injects what-if thoughts into our heads. And then we often begin to think that we will have the worst possible outcome. As soon as this happens, we should realize what's going on. The enemy is trying to keep us from going forward in God's will and experiencing His good plans for our lives. But God wants us to be totally free from fear. He doesn't want us to live in torment, and He doesn't want fear to stop us from confidently doing what He leads us to do. When we have a deep understanding of God's perfect, unconditional love for us, we realize that He will always take care of everything that concerns us. And that knowledge eventually delivers us from fear. And as we gain experience with God, and we see that He always takes care of us and provides for us everything that we need, then we begin to relax. God has never failed us, and He's not going to start now. And there is no fear in love. Anxiety and shame can no longer thrive in the presence of God's perfect love. Full-grown, complete, and perfect love kicks fear out of the doors and expels every trace of terror. Being afraid with anxiety and fearfulness, it brings with it the thought of punishment, but God brings the act of freedom. God reassures us that His perfect love drives out all fear. Wherever there is love and trust, then fear has no place. But if we don't arm ourselves with this truth, 
The enemy will come in and he'll use fear and doubt and insecurity and shame to torment us and to keep us in bondage. And sometimes fear is brought on by past failures, past relationships that didn't work out. It gets triggered by ways we've been hurt, so we're afraid to move forward. We can become afraid to trust people and to get into another relationship. So we'll avoid all types of different relationships because of the disappointments from our past. So the enemy will plant thoughts and remind us of memories where we were abandoned or hurt or rejected by somebody else. Then that triggers fear that somebody else will do the same. And that's how people develop trust issues. So you see, fear is an illegal enemy that invades our life in an effort to destroy our destiny. But the legal blood of Jesus was shed to cancel and demolish every demonic attack from the enemy. Can I get an amen, friends? You know, God has come to deliver us and set the captives free. God loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die for us so that we would live a right and an abundant and blessed life. You know, Jesus tells us that he came to deliver us from every work of the devil. So receiving the wonderful love, power, and grace of God will empower us to overcome every spirit of fear. And with confidence in Him, we can fulfill every divine purpose for our lives. God wants to heal us and to set us free so we can live in victory and not afraid of the future. Without God, living fearless is not possible. But with Him, we are more than conquerors. He makes it all possible. Now, if you are wrestling with the spirit of fear, We're going to pray this prayer together in faith unto God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you hear our cries and that you want to deliver us from strongholds. I ask you, Lord, that you would deliver me from any spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus. I repent for allowing this spirit to hinder me from believing in your love and your power, which is at work in the inside of me. Deliver me from every spirit of fear now, O Lord, that I may fulfill your divine purpose for my life. In Jesus' name, by your blood, amen. I also declare over you that you will no longer be bound by the spirit of fear, but that the peace and love of God will rule your heart and your minds. I'm praying that you live in victory, free of fear. If you want to know more about captivating your thoughts, you can tune into the episode, Captivate Your Thoughts. There's also a recent episode, Fear of God, where I teach on the fear of God. It's a whole different type of fear. So there is actually a healthy fear. It's one that's motivated by love and reverence and not driven by punishment. To learn more, tune into the episode, Fear of God. So a couple months ago, Lens of Faith podcast celebrated its one-year anniversary. Woo woo! Wow, doesn't time fly? My heart for this podcast is to encourage you to be God's mouthpiece, to be obedient in whatever He tells me to say, and to encourage you to live free and to be all that God has called you to be. So I hope and pray that you are being blessed and encouraged by these messages. 
Make sure to sign up to get all the blog and podcast updates at leahmariecarson.com. Follow on Instagram at The Lens of Faith. Subscribe to The Lens of Faith podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Remember, friends, life becomes clearer when you focus through the lens of faith. Talk to you soon. Bye.